You coming to bed, hon? Yep, honey, I'll be right there. Just got to turn out the light. Ow! Ow! Some things never change, like your kids always leaving tiny toys on the floor for you to step on, and Geico saving folks lots of money on their car insurance. Sweetie, I think I left the downstairs light on. P- please don't make me go. Fifteen minutes could save you fifteen percent or more. Art of Relationships Radio Show is copyrighted. No one is to use any part of the show without express written consent from myself, Greg Tosinski, or the Art of Relationships. Thank you. Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. Greg welcomes live calls from listeners in helping with numerous marital and relationship problems. There will be no more tit-for-tat arguments. Greg gets to the root of couples' challenges in a rapid, matter-of-fact format. Plus, applies compassion and humor. Join in discovering how to improve your relationship and your own life. Listen, laugh, and climax. Greg is a licensed professional counselor in the state of Michigan. To others, he's simply known as Detroit's love guru. (laughs) Hey, people, as I'm (coughs) coughing. Sorry about that, people. So unprofessional. Um... Welcome to the Art of Relationships Radio Show. It is Wednesday, I believe. Uh, I think it is. Hump day. Uh, hopefully everybody's doing okay. Uh, welcome, okay? I know yesterday's show maybe triggered a few nerves, which I love stirring. It gets you to think outside your own head to sort of challenge your own value systems, to challenge the way you think and what you believe about how relationships should be, marriages should be, whatever, Okay. I want you to design your own relationship, your own marriage, and what works best for you. Today, part of a huge issue that I deal with on a daily basis, okay, with couples in my office, are looking at um, perceptions, or as some people or narrative therapists might say, uh, their narratives or their story, okay? So we'll, we'll throw in the same, you know, your narrative, your story, or your perceptions, and how they may be causing problems in your relationship or your marriage, okay? You look at if someone feels, say, unloved, okay? They don't feel desired, loved, important in their relationship or their marriage, okay? So that's their story. This is, you know, based on your own insecurities, maybe your own perceptions, how you feel, not only about in the marriage or relationship, maybe how you feel about yourself, how you were raised, any traumas, all this aspect. So your storyline might go something like, you know what, if someone says something to you, you know what, don't touch me like that. Your story is, you know, you're assuming you're getting rejected all the time, right? This is your theme. This is the chapter of your book regarding, I don't, you know, don't touch her, don't touch him. He doesn't like it because, you know what, I'm going to get rejected. I don't love, you know, she don't love me, he don't love me. That's why she's telling me not touch or him telling me not to touch him. So the concept is, right? What if they just don't want to be touched the way you're touching them? They want to be touched, just not in that way. But you end up taking everything, you know, negative, and you take things very personal based on our own insecurities, our own perceptions of what's going on, how our partner sort of acts or doesn't act in a relationship instead of asking, okay? A lot of people assume 
that their partner, you know, whatever, that they intend to hurt you. They intend to not love you. They intend to not make you feel desired, loved, important. I get all that. And those people, if they're doing it, you need some help. Come and see me. I do Skype sessions all over as well. But some, based on our own story about ourselves and our world around us can cause havoc in a relationship. You know, we assume things that might not always be true. And when we do that, a lot of people might withdraw, right? They hide their feelings, they suck it up, tail between our legs, and we run away. We don't bring it up because we don't want to be, you know, sort of transferred to the place of, you know what, I don't want to ask you if you love me anymore because if the answer is no, that's going to hurt anymore and what do we do about it? It's going to make my story come true and then, oh my God, I can't handle it. What do we do with it? Or another thing is, you know, I can't tell you how I feel because I'm going to get yelled at. It's going to create an argument, so I'm not going to go there. And maybe that won't happen. Maybe it'll be based on, you know, a past experience and it was a one-time thing and not a pattern of avenues that go on in the relationship. So, you know, our stories, our narratives, our perceptions in a relationship can cause havoc. And do you ever question your partner? Do you ever ask? Do you ever um, introduce how you feel? You know what? My intent was to give you comfort, per se. And, you know what? How are you doing? My intent was this. Do you ever talk about it instead of assuming? But a lot of times our perceptions and our stories and self-concepts in a relationship, they have a negative connotation, right? Instead of asking and inquiring, we attack. We get angry. We assume that our partner could care less about us. And if they do, I'm going to tell you, why are you with that partner or person, right? You know what? You need to get to a healthier place and deserve someone that loves you and cares for you in the way that you want. Nothing's perfect, as I always say, okay? But it comes to a point where, you know what? Can you look at where your storyline is coming from? You know what? Where are your perceptions? What are they based on? Are they based on your feelings, your insecurities, or are they based on facts? And I'm all, people know me, I'm huge on feelings and emotions that a lot of times we feel a certain way. So, you know what? We don't feel liked, loved, attacked. So, what do we do? We might attack back, we might yell and scream instead of coming from. A vulnerable place and speaking from our heart and our soul we attack or we withdraw and distance ourselves to remove us from that pain okay so I want to know what your perceptions are in your own marriage in your own relationship and where do you want to go where do you want to gain clarity so you're not perceiving the wrong thing okay so your story is you know a reality if you will okay it's it's not a fiction it's not only in your head and how you perceive things. The reality might be maybe you both feel the same way, right? And maybe it comes to the point where you are not talking about it. You know, you're feeling not loved. Your partner's feeling not loved. But in it, right, it fits in with the storyline because I don't feel loved because they're always yelling at me. They don't want to spend time with me. Do you understand? Maybe that's not the case. Maybe they're feeling the same way as you. But neither one of you are talking about it and talking about, number one, how you feel in the marriage or relationship. And also, you know what? What am I doing to cause you to feel that way? Again, I want to know. I'm not saying your story is wrong. It might be. But I want to know what your story is. And I want to be able to tell you my story 
so we can work on the issues instead of letting them build up and the resentment keep building, building, and building, and it creates a huge mess, as you might imagine, people, okay? And it, it's not an easy situation as I'm looking. <clears throat> Again, you uh, share the live video on your timeline and, you know, get a chance to win the, the book, uh, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy. You'll get the ebook copy because, um, actually, I'm not going to be able to uh, get that many copies out a week. It'd be like, what, 15 copies paperback? Um, I, let's be, you know, that's not going to be feasible for me at this end. So, okay, Sophia, Tara, welcome! Sophia, you mentioned, uh, do you live in your emotions or can you separate your emotions from reality? This is a good part, okay? Sophia, you mentioned on this, and it's huge. It's very crucial. And a lot of people live in your emotions and, you know, or can you accept emotions from reality? The biggest thing is that a lot of people, like I said, with perceptions and their own storyline is that their feelings get neglected or get ignored based on your own reality. And again, you know, my reality might be totally different than your reality. And a lot of people spend a lot of time, and I, I get this tit for tat back and forth in my office, okay? You know what? This happened at 5 o'clock on Monday evening. No, it wasn't. It was 7 o'clock. You said this. No, I didn't say this. They're based on, I get it, you know, your own story, what you hear, what your perceptions. They might not be accurate, okay? I tell people right off the bat, you go after the emotional aspects. I want to know how you feel. What did I do to cause you to feel hurt, to feel mad, to feel angry? A lot of people won't go there, okay? They hang up on all the formalities, all the, you know, the timelines of when things happen versus connect with how you feel. Once you understand, you know what, I want to know how you felt when we talked about that. I want to know, you know, what was going on, what your perceptions are in your story, your reality can come on after you acknowledge that you care about that other person. I want to know what you feel and what I did to cause you to feel hurt, pain. I want to own that, okay? Then we can get into perceptions, okay? One person goes to, you know, maybe provide comfort for somebody, emotional com comfort, going through a bad day at work or whatever, and, you know, they tried to provide comfort, but the other person, you know, in my office, they're like, no, you didn't, no, you didn't, you turned away, you turned your back on me, all this stuff, and they're not looking at, you know what, okay, I wanted to provide comfort to you. I wanted to be there for you. Are you okay? That type of thing. But it turns into where you both shut down and your own storylines might be your own, but they might not be the reality. A lot of people fight and bicker back and forth about the reality, Sophia, and I get that. There is a time and a place when a reality, you know what? You punch me. No, that wasn't the reality. You know, the reality, really? <laughs> you know, that you hit me, right? Um, there are times and places for realities, I get that, but it's undressing, if you will, each other's reality, each other's storylines, where you're at, what your perceptions are, and that you care about each other's feelings. A lot of people, that's what creates a lot of arguments in my perception, okay? And with couples, that a lot of uh, arguments and a lot of resentment, um, it, it gets stagnant and it gets stuck there because the feelings get neglected. One person feels like you don't care how I feel. The other one feels I don't care what, you know, 
uh, you feel you both are feeling this way and then you go back back and forth a, a power trip or one person shuts down the other one yells and screams trying to get their point across right instead of saying you know what I felt this way so those perceptions in your story might not be accurate but I want you to be able to tell your story you know what I you know I thought this based on I felt this. I my story is based on my perception of how you treat me or whatever. I'm not saying that's your intent, but based on these. And the other person might say, "Oh no, that wasn't my intention." And you know, you run this uh, distance gap, or you know, a gap dance I call it between each other, and there's no connection. You're not getting at the real hurt because you're both protecting yourself based on the own storylines that you presented you scripted for yourself in the relationship and it's it's not that easy so and to answer you know go back you know do you live in your emotions no not at all your emotions your feelings matter big time they need to be addressed but then you have to use emotional intelligence to be able to get yourself and get not get stuck in your emotions to look at what do we do now so you don't feel that way where you know what you're not as angry anymore you don't feel neglected you don't feel um, a disconnect from me. You don't feel lonely from me. You don't feel like I don't care. I want the feelings and emotions. They got to be addressed. Okay. Number one. Number two is then you got to pull yourself out of that emotional entrenchment, if you will. And some people have a hard time doing that. And then you can talk about what do you need from each other. You have to use emotional intelligence and you know maybe logic or rationale. Now what do we do with these feelings? We don't want to feel this anymore. Now what do we do with them? And it's you know it sounds so simplistic and easy, but it's not based on our storylines. When it comes to um, you know our perceptions and how we perceive ourselves, and if we have say a very unhealthy self-esteem, to where we don't uh, like ourselves, you know, where whatever we don't like ourselves, we don't think we're. A, a good person, attractive, deserving of love, you name it, okay? So therefore, we're going to take everything as, instead of, you know, maybe constructive criticism, we take everything as another shot against us, right? We take everything as very highly constructive, very belittling, very degrading, that we're getting ripped apart even more, when maybe that person is not our partner, that's not their intent. Their intent is trying to reach for us and maybe get their needs across too. So it turns into a battle. It turns into this fight content because you're fighting your own insecurities and trying to fight for yourself and it ends up in fighting and arguments. Or, you know, some people just distance and they don't want to bring it up. So it just simmers there and sets there and the resentment builds and then perceptions, right? They keep going. Your story never stops. And all of a sudden you start trying to perceive your partner's intent as, you know what, to fit your storyline, right? Everything they do, it's because they don't love me, they don't desire me, instead of looking at, you know what, maybe that's not true. Do we challenge our story? Do we get our partner's story and our partner's perceptions and what they are feeling? Or do we, you know what, sort of suck and look at, you know what, I'm not going to put myself out there. I'm not going to take the risk to find out. It's scary. It's not easy, especially when we're not used to it and, you know, how we're raised. And I said this before, you know, childhood traumas, adult traumas, and getting cheated on, hurt, crushed, whatever you want to look at, 
it's not an easy situation um, to push through that comfort zone, to be able to ask and to be okay with how you feel and to challenge your own perceptions, your own storyline. And also look at, do you ever question your partner? You know, what are your perceptions of me? What are your perceptions how I handle this situation? Oh no, because we can't go there, right? Because that means we're setting ourselves up to hear more, um, you know, criticism. We're setting ourselves up to be belittled, degraded. Maybe that's not the intent. Can we learn from that aspect? And can we, you know, sort of rewrite the script, rewrite our own storyline of ourselves and also of our relationship and our marriage? You know what? You're co-authors of that relationship, of that marriage, okay? And how can you sort of work from where you're at if you don't address the issues, right? If you don't address the emotions and everything that you perceive yourself to be in the relationship or how the relationship is, where do you go from there? You're left with a bunch of assumptions and assuming. And we all know what that stands for, right, people? You're making an ass out of you and me. For those that might be maybe a little bit uh, naive or never heard that term before, okay? <clears throat> hey, Vicky, welcome back. I uh, appreciate you chiming in. So, you know, talking about your own narrative or your own story, perceptions, however you want to word it, you need to be able to fight through and challenge your own belief systems. You know, how we feel, I tell people all the time, left and right, you can go back through all my videos and radio shows for the last couple of years. I'm huge on our feelings matter. They matter. They're not right or wrong, okay? Now, what do we do with them? And if our feelings aren't addressed or we start perceiving things based on our feelings, right? We can get in a lot of trouble. Why can't you say, I don't feel loved? I don't feel you like me. And then they'll have, oh my God, why can't you, right? Because of each other's storylines. You feel like they're always nagging, complaining, bitching at you, whatever it is, right? So each other's storylines start coming together like this, right? My story over here, my story, and you're not looking at the reality of what's going on from each other. You're not learning from each other. You know what? I want to know what your story is about the relationship. I want to know what your perception is, how I make you feel. Sounds simple. What creates you from not doing that in your relationship or marriage? Let, let me guess, right? Your partner doesn't care. Maybe your partner is feeling the same as you. What happens by chance? That your loved one, you know what, maybe they have the same perceptions that you do in their relationship. The same perceptions you have of your partner, maybe they have the same story or perceptions of you. But a lot of times we get so centered on ourselves and our own emotions, like Sophia Self, we get you know, sort of stuck or entrenched in our own emotions and we have a hard time pulling it off instead of looking at, pulling back and looking at, you know what, my perceptions might be wrong, they might be right, no big deal. But am I willing, am I brave enough, confident enough to go after them and find out if they are? And maybe, you know what, I want to find out about my partner and how they're perceiving me, how they're perceiving my love, and you know what, what their storybook is of me in the relationship and our marriage and how can we make it, how can we co-write the book of our relationship and our love life the way we want it? <clears throat> how can we script it? Tell the way we want it. You need to know where each other is at, what you feel, right? And then you have to realize and throw in the rationale aspects. Now, what do we need from each other to go there, okay? Sounds like a very simplistic, very idealistic avenue to take, right? 
I don't know it sounds simple it isn't when you don't feel love when you don't feel a priority when you don't feel desired it sucks and you don't want to put yourself out there and take that risk I get it but I'm telling you people out there you deserve to take that risk for you you deserve to be heard to be felt to have your story be told and your perceptions to be heard okay and if your partner is unwilling to do that and to share in that you know what maybe you need to uh, look about maybe you're with the wrong partner or life partner okay it's not easy but I want you to look at not be arrogant but to look at you deserve to have your story be told and your feelings matter and question your perception take the risk and question your perception you know what I thought you were pissed at me or whatever were you really hurt at me did you think this and a lot of you know we could do things and one person oh why'd you do that that wasn't my intent and then it creates an argument based on again the story the chapters in your story build up of not feeling loved desired important those type of things and then you look at each individual situation action words that your person makes you're taking that as a personal hit and it furthers your story it entrenches it in a negative way I want you to write a positive story okay I want you to write your own book to happiness and having the relationship you've always craved people that's important okay you design that you write your story but you need to write it from your own perspective and you also need to hear your partner's perspective and what goes on in that situ in your relationship <clears throat> Vicki you mentioned vulnerability is hard listening to potential criticism feelings get a bad rap some people view emotions as a weakness or think they don't matter because they aren't tangible and I get Vicki you, you follow we followed each other a long time now and I agree and you know when I say vulnerability they do feel like a weakness but I tell people and I'm glad you brought this up perceptions this is part of where I'm saying you deserve to have your story told your perceptions told your feelings heard okay you can feel vulnerable but you're strong at the same time okay that you know what you can feel vulnerable but I'm not gonna allow you to use it against me I'm not gonna allow you to criticize me like this I'm not gonna allow you to use it against it me sorry hanging over my head when I tell you how I feel and get vulnerable you can still be strong and vulnerable at the same time and this is part of you know allowing yourself that you deserve to be loved you deserve to be hurt not be arrogant you need to allow your partner to do the same thing that their feelings matter if you act like it's all about you and your feelings and your partner screw their feelings now you're being selfish okay so I agree with that and potential criticism we all know and Vicki you know a lot of people know how criticism is delivered you know what there's well why don't you do that you know come across like that way hey hey babe have you thought about trying it this way big difference so if you speak from you know trying to are you trying to help that person are you trying to teach your partner what you need versus berate yell scream lecture right our partners shut down so I get how you deliver criticism or constructive criticism you know what I would like it more if you did this instead of you should do this you know it comes across as criticism that your partner is um, you know trying to control you trying to be an authority 
you know, authority figure like your mom, like you're not my dad, don't talk to me this way. You come from the heart. You come from, hey, babe, have you tried this way? You come from a point, <coughs> sorry, of trying to help and trying to teach. And from there, you know what? Things can go a lot smoother. Uh, Vicki, I guess my point is approach is important so a partner can feel comfortable being vulnerable. Being vulnerable. Absolutely, Vicki, I agree. You know, how we come at each other, we need to look at, well, there's no problem with how we take it. I meant this. You know what? Some people have a hard time looking at themselves based on insecurities, right? They, they don't want to look at their flaws, their faults. Some people, their life script and life story is based on protecting their sense of self, their identity, their insecurities. And you know what? They, they're not going to take any constructive criticism or everything's a hit to them. They need to get more confidence and be more self-loving and self-caring versus so guarded and mean. Okay? Then there's some people that are arrogant and too logical. They can't ever get in contact with someone's emotions. And it's always about a right or wrong. No. That's going to be difficult as well. But you have a right to be vulnerable, to speak your mind. And again, how it comes across Look at your perceptions. Look at, you know what, ask your partner, you know when I'm trying to help you, does it seem like I'm trying to help you or does it seem like I'm trying to tell you what to do or control you? See where perceptions can get in the way and your own storyline can get in the way of a healthy, happy relationship. You need to talk about them. You need to be able to take that risk and go after it, okay? Again, um, as always, check out my website, The Art of Relationship. Dot org, that's plural, and also share uh, this video on your timeline for a chance to get an ebook, The Relationship Guide, Tools to Ignite Love and Intimacy, people, okay? Um, Vicki, I hope I helped, okay? Um, there is a big difference. Be I love that. You know, teach versus tell. A lot of people don't want to be lectured. They don't want to be, they want to be, you know, tell me, teach me what to do. Don't come after me, do this, do that, whatever. You know, I'm all about courteous, being courteous. Could you please do this? You know what? It would be, you know, helpful to me. You know what? It would mean a lot to me to do this. And it's not being manipulating. It's being real and being sort of respectful of each other, okay? So look at your perceptions. Look at your storyline. Tell each other your own perceptions, your own storyline, okay? And express your feelings. They're not right or wrong, okay? Peace and love, people. Talk to you tomorrow, right here, noon, Eastern Time. Take care. Peace and love.